Without any further ado, we are so blessed this afternoon to have uh, Pastor and Paul and Sonia with us from River Valley Christian Church, St. Croix Falls. And hallelujah. Pastor Paul has been uh, the senior pastor there now for a little over a year, December of 2010. Then would it be, I guess that would be 2010. And we're just so blessed. There is a height requirement. Uh, Pastor Carl got in just before the height requirement was uh, established. <laughs> but, uh, but we're so blessed. So looking forward Amen. to what the word of the Lord Amen. has through you. Praise God. Well, praise God forevermore. Amen. Glory to God. I think you need a little bit taller pulpit here, though, Pastor John. <laughs> this was uh, just a little bit too short. Okay, maybe a lot. Well, praise God forevermore. What a good day. This is the day. And? That's right. Praise God forevermore. How come there's only three people that said that? Probably because we do that every Sunday. That's probably why. Mostly like. Well, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this time. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are welcome here. You are welcome to move amongst us. You are welcome to move the service in, in the way that you see fit. I thank you that your words become my words. And I thank you that you interject when you need to, correct when you need to. And we praise you for it, Lord, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Well, praise God. Well, we're talking about being an ambassador. And that's really a pretty cool thing when you stop and think about it. And, and Pastor Luis had that awesome word. Man, that was some good food that came out of that. I don't know if you guys got anything out of it, but I sure did. Uh, there, there, there was some really good stuff. Because there's an authority. There is an authority that comes with an ambassador or with being an ambassador. And so uh, I'd like to share with you what um, the dictionary says about ambassador. It says, a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by one sovereign or state to another as its resident representative. It calls them an ambassador extraordinary or an ambassador plenipotentiary. Say that three times fast. It is, uh, it, that person is a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by a government to represent it on a temporary mission as for negotiating a treaty. A diplomatic official serving as a permanent head of a country's mission to the United Nations or some other international organization. An, um, an, uh, an authorized messenger or representative. Now that's just the basic dictionary. The World English Dictionary says, uh, short for ambassador extraordinary and plenipotentiary, a diplomatic minister of the highest rank, accredited as a permanent representative to another country or sovereign. Ambassador Extraordinary is a diplomatic minister of the highest rank sent on a special mission. Isn't that interesting? An ambassador plenipotentiary is a diplomatic minister of the first rank with treaty signing powers. So what is a plenipotentiary? It is a person especially a diplomatic agent invested with full power or authority to transact business on behalf of another. That's who we are. We are ambassador plenipotentiary. Turn to Matthew. You got your Bibles? You should have your Bibles. Turn to Matthew 28. 28, 18 through 20. 
We're, we are, if we're ambassadors, we are a diplomatic agent, as Pastor Luis was talking about, invested with full power or authority to transact business on behalf of, of another. Who is that another? It's Christ. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. It says, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, He was speaking to them, speaking into their life, I have all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All authority. Go, therefore, and make disciples. Disciple is, you know, teach someone, instruct them in what they need to become as, as a believer. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, we hear that a lot, that scripture. We probably can, most of us can probably say it by heart. But he says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go, therefore. The implication is there. The authority has been transferred to us or given to us to do the same thing that he did. That's the implication. But see, so many of us, we don't think of that. We don't think, well, I'm not worthy. Well, you know, I've got this in my background. You know what? Jesus doesn't care about that if you put it under the blood. So he doesn't care. You keep bringing up stuff. Well, you know, I did this. Well, you know what? If you've confessed it and you put it under the blood, he doesn't see it. God doesn't see it but the blood of his own son. Stop bringing it up. Stop having sin consciousness. Because, see, you can't be an effective ambassador if you're always looking backwards, looking over your shoulder. You can't. You can't go forward. Doesn't the word say that? Put your hand to the plow and don't look back. So there, the, the authority has been given to us. So I want to ask a question. Are we walking with the full power and authority that Jesus gave us? Are we? You, you, a lot of us work during the week. Do we take that authority and that power with us? Now, I know there's limitations in, in work, and you, have, you, you can't reach people on the company time. You have to have the, the scheduled breaks, and, and that's, all, that's fine and good. But you can do it legally. And you don't even have to say anything. Because we're living epistles read by men. So you just need to carry yourself, like uh, Pastor Luis was talking about, with confidence. If you carry yourself and you're walking with confidence, people are going to start coming up to you. Well, man, you're different. I remember the first time I met you, you, I thought, man, you're just really arrogant. But I see now it's just a confidence that you have. It's truth. So if we're not walking in the authority that Jesus gave us as his ambassadors, what's holding us back? What is it? Do we have fear? Do we have doubt? We have unbelief. See, because if there's any one of those things in and around us, faith can't work. Faith won't operate where fear is. Because faith is the opposite of fear. Turn to Mark 16. 16, 14 through 18. This is another one of those that we hear all the time in messages. Man, it's really heavy up here. It's really heavy up here. (laughs) Praise God. Mark 16, 14 through 18. I feel like I should just be running around this place, man. (laughs) It's an energy up here. New King James, it says, Later, 
he appeared to the eleven. And as they sat at the table, he rebuked their unbelief. That word unbelief means unfaithfulness, faithless, want of faith, unbelief, weakness of faith. He rebuked that. See, because faith can't be where doubt is. It can't be where unbelief is. He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Why would they have hardness of heart? Maybe because of the things that they expected to happen never happened. And they started to question, well, I don't know. Is this really true? I mean, listen, we've all had questions. We all question every now and then. It's okay to question, but don't let those questions become seared into your conscience and get, and get your heart hard towards the Word and towards God. And hardness of heart because they did not believe. They did not think to be true, to be persuaded of, or to credit or place confidence in what he had told him. Those who had seen him after he had risen. See, there was people that came up and said, you know, we, we all know this. He did this. He rose. He's, he's alive. And they didn't believe. They didn't place confidence in what they said. And when an ambassador goes forward, you've got to have confidence, first of all, in who you are in Christ. And when you have that confidence, then you can go out in authority and power. You guys can't go overseas and do what you do unless you know where you stand with Christ. You can't. Because we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm telling you, we've got to get rid of sin consciousness. And even believers have that. Well, I don't think that. Do you? Go back and take an inventory. Do you always think about things in the past maybe that have been happened years ago? There's always things that come up because the enemy has a way of bringing that stuff up. And you've got to put it down. And he said to them, go. That word go means to pursue the journey on which one has entered. Didn't he just say that in Matthew 18, go therefore make disciples? The, the authority was transferred over to them. Well, now he's saying go, pursue that journey. You've entered a journey as ambassadors of Christ. You've entered into position. Now go and pursue that. Go into all the world and preach. That word preach means to be a herald. To officiate as a herald. To proclaim after the manner of a herald. Always with the suggestion of formality. What is a herald? Formally a royal or official messenger especially one representing a monarch in an ambassadorial capacity during wartime. Can I suggest to you that we're in a war? That we're in a battle? And that we're ambassadors of that royal official messenger, the one who sent us? So we're supposed to go into all the world, be that herald, and preach that, the gospel to every creature. He who believes, that word believes means thinks to be true, or is persuaded of, or places confidence in, and is baptized, will be saved. That's the key prerequisite to being saved. Do we know that? You got to believe. You got to believe. You can't just repeat words and expect to be saved. It can't be up here. It's got to be down here. It's a spiritual thing. To be saved is a spiritual thing. It's not a head knowledge thing. But he who does not believe will be condemned, and these signs will follow those who believe. Those who that are persuaded, uh, place confidence in my word, those are, these are the signs that will follow. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents. 
If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I remember the time when Pastor Dan and Claudia went to Jamaica. And there was, I'm pretty sure it was Jamaica. And there was that one sick girl there. She was dying. And so they laid hands on her and prayed for her. And they left. They didn't, they didn't see her for like a year. They just, they believed what their, Pastor Dan always asked people. Now, do you believe it? Because when I, when, do you want to be healed? Because when I lay hands on you, you're going to get healed. And so they laid hands on her and got healed. A year later, I believe it was, that they heard it's some deadly disease that she was dying from, literally dying, wasting away. Wow. Wow. And a year later, they prayed. A year later, she's up walking around. There's nothing wrong with her. She's healed. See, that's what it means to be an ambassador. The representative of Christ. So when he says, go lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. But you see, why don't they recover? I believe in part it's because of our unbelief. Because we don't really believe that if we lay hands on somebody, they're going to recover. Think about it. And so I bring the question one more time. Are we walking in the full power and authority of Christ? Are we? Are we nitpicking at every little thing? Or are we walking in love? See, because to walk in the full power and authority of Christ, you have to walk in love. You cannot hold grudges. You cannot have unforgiveness in your heart for anybody or anyone or anything. You have to walk in love. Yeah, but you don't know what they did. Yeah, well, guess what? It doesn't matter. Because if you're an ambassador, you can't come back and say, well, Jesus, I don't really want to go there because last time I was there, they spit at me. You can't do that. You got to put that, you got to walk in love. Praise God, Jesus didn't. He didn't say, well, Father, I'm not going there because they just want to stone me. I'm not going there. Well, praise God, he did. Do we really believe that we're ambassadors of Christ? I want you to think about that when you go home today. Pastor Luis gave such a powerful message. He explained it so thoroughly. We do have diplomatic immunity. Turn to Mark chapter 16. I'm going to close with this scripture. I don't speak really long. I typically don't, although some in the congregation might tell me otherwise. But <laughs> well, I don't think I do. Quantity isn't the, isn't the important thing. Quality is the, is the important thing. Mark 16, 19 through 20. It says, So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received or taken up into heaven, and he sat down at the right hand in a place of honor or authority of God. See, so he went up, he sat down, and they went out. We go back to, uh, what is it, Matthew over here? Well, it says, Go. All authority has been given to me. Now you go. I'm transferring that authority to you. Well, he's taken up. He's done all that he's going to do. You can't do any more than dying on a cross. That's it. And so he was taken up, and they went out and preached. They went out and were a herald everywhere. Remember what a herald was? It's a royal or official messenger, especially one representing a monarch in an ambassadorial capacity during wartime. We're in a war. And this war isn't going to end until Christ comes back. So you better get your bootstraps up. 
walk in the authority that you have because he can't touch you if you know who you are in Christ. Well, why do you remember the seven sons of Sceva? They were, I adjure you in the one that Paul preaches. Well, I know Paul, I know Jesus, but who are you? You better know who you are if you're going into the lion's den. And you better know that you're one of Christ and you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so they went out and they were a herald. They became that royal messenger. And the Lord was working with them. Just because he left does not mean that he left them. Because did he not say that, lo, I'll be with you always, even till the end? He was working with them. That word working with them means to put forth power together with and thereby to assist. So we don't have to be concerned about anything when we go lay hands on someone or when we preach to someone because he's put the power together with him. So he's walking right there. And he's assisting us. All we need to do is step out in faith. He's there, but he's working with them and confirming. He's establishing the word. The word, that word, word, is an uttered by a living voice, embodies a conception or idea. He's establishing, when you're speaking the word of God, he's establishing it. He's establishing the authority that you carry as an ambassador. And it's being established as you speak, because the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. It's cutting through, man. It's even cutting through the darkest of hearts when you're there speaking as an ambassador. But it has to be uttered. A word has to be spoken to have effect. You can't think a word and expect it to have, have an opportunity to work. You have to say it. And so he's going to confirm and he's going to establish the word through the accompanying signs. The signs, that by which a person or a thing is distinguished from others and is known. I venture to guess, when these guys go back over and they've been to places where they've been, they're already, they're already known. They've been distinguished by what they brought forth the times before. See, and that's what's going to happen when, we're, when we grab a hold of this whole ambassador thing and who we are in Christ. We're a herald. We're a royal messenger sent by him. We got his same authority and power. And like Pastor Luis says, we have diplomatic immunity. The enemy can't touch us. Yeah, he might harangue us a little bit, but the Lord rebuke you. The angels didn't even curse him. The Lord rebuke you. I love Smith Wigglesworth. I tell this one often in church. I love the one where Smith Wigglesworth was sleeping on his bed. And he wakes up, and Satan's sitting on the end of the bed, and he just looks and goes, oh, it's you. And he goes back to sleep. How demoralizing is that? I love that one. That's what we have to envision ourselves is. When he comes in and he's throwing his plans at us, we got to go, oh, it's just you. I'm an ambassador of Christ. It's going to go through. I have the authority and the power, not you. So the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. We are ambassadors. We are the ones with the power and authority. We are the ones that should be in the school boards, that should be in the political arena, that should be doctors, that should be nurses, that should be lawyers, because we have the power and the authority to take that with us. And I know there are nurses here that go in and pray for the sick, and they get well. Oh, imagine that. 
Think how much fun if everybody did that. See, that's where the Lord said, with the great things I did, but even greater works will you do. Well, there's a synergy that happens when we all get together and we all believe. Stop and think if every one of us had the same agreement on everything. Because where two agree is touching anything on earth, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. If we all agree, not up here, in here, in our spirits. If we all agree that everybody said, we're going to go out and we're each going to lay hands on four sick people and they're all going to get healed. If we all agreed with that, it would work. It has to work. Because that's what the Word says. That's what it is to be an ambassador, to be in agreement with Him, believe what He says that we are and, and, and are through Him, and take it out. It's not always easy. And it's not always in enjoyable places. But praise God, we got the power and we got the authority. It's ours, people. It's ours, and we're in a new day. This is a new day, and it's a new time, and it's a new season, and I'm telling you, we need to step up and step out into that power. If we do this, listen, even if you're by yourself, you're not really by yourself because you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit walking with you. And if a cord of three strands is not easily broken, how much more a cord of four? Praise God. Father, I thank you for the folks. I thank you, Lord, that when we walk out of here today, that we realize just exactly who we are in you. I thank you that it's a refresher course these last couple days for us, Lord, that we go out, that we go out and we take that word and we preach it and we know it's preached with power and that signs and wonders do follow us when we go. I thank you that even as our shadows fall on people, they get healed. I thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that the blessings of the Lord make us rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. The blessings accompanying health and wealth and prosperity and be able to go out and lay hands on the sick. That's a blessing. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.